1: Hi friends. Hi everyone. We are so excited to be here. Like literally ready. At least me. I'm ready to like crawl out of my skin. (laughs) We are definitely
2: excited to welcome you back to Spiced Chaos after a month off. Um, we had that one little bonus episode.
1: Yeah. We had a little blip here because we couldn't just stay away.
2: Yeah. We really couldn't stay away. We tried. We tried. we tried to put
1: y'all in the closet and just
2: close the door. But we could not. We could not do it. Um, but yes, we are so happy to be back. Um, over there is Caitlin from Creating
1: in Chaos. And over there is Leanne from Spice Plans. Hi. Okay. So we are a little rusty. Yeah. We haven't done this in a while. We haven't done
2: this in a while. So just, I mean, today, this morning, while I was waiting for our recording time to
1: come around, I got nervous. <laughs> well, I mean, you are recording in a new space, which we'll talk about with new people. Yes. So it's like a little different than like your other house with your, you know, just people that you've been comfortable with for like the last 20 years.
2: Right. Well, the whole time that Jamie and I were dating mm-hmm. and we're still, I mean, I guess we're, still, we're You're basically
1: life partners at this point.
2: <laughs> yes. But when we were just dating and I would be here um, at our place, it's our place now, but when I would be here. Um, and I needed to make the show. I would go to my car and make the show. Oh. <laughs>
1: that's because- like when you don't fart in front of your partner for so long. Did you ever do that? Like you hold <laughs> well, in your farts.
2: It just felt in weird. front of a new partner. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, but it just it felt weird, you know, to just like sit here and talk to you and talk to our guests out loud with somebody listening that isn't up on
1: all of our planner stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's like when I hard. take a camera into Michael's and people are like, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. It just, I felt like I was, I was feeling very vulnerable.
1: Yes. So
2: I would go in the car so that I could have the privacy that I was used to at home at my
1: home home. Yes.
2: Well, sure. I have decided that now that I live here permanently, I'm not going to my car to make this show.
1: No, you should not do that. Let
2: your fart out. <laughs> my podcast fart is coming out. (laughs)
1: Yes, exactly.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I just felt like I need to feel comfortable enough here to record. And, and I do, I really do. Um, this
1: is kind of like a ripping off the band aid. Yes. And I don't know, man, like I am just so excited that we're back because half of me was like, okay, she promised we're not going to quit. We're not doing that. But in the back of my mind, my little lack of trust self was like, this is it. We're done. Oh, well,
2: (laughs) to be honest, I think it was good for me because Mm -hmm. I needed to miss it. You know, I
1: needed to feel the absence of this in my life. Totally. And I mean, like this social media stuff is like your job now. So like you're going to, we're going to do it big. You guys, we have some really fun surprises that are coming.
2: Yeah, we do. And I can't even believe that it's already September 6th.
1: Yeah. What is even happening? I was looking at my calendar really quick, my little calendar icon. And I was like, it's not the sixth today. But then I remember this doesn't go live today. (laughs) (laughs) No,
2: but when everyone's listening to this, it will
1: be Labor Day. Yeah, it will be Labor Day. Day. Oh my goodness.
2: Will I mean, I'm sure that there are some people that have the kind of job where you get to be off on Labor Day. Yeah. Like me right here. And then there are some people who don't. So if you're listening to this heading into work on labor day, I I'm, I'm sorry. I wish you didn't have to go.
1: I know. Yeah, Yeah. I agree.
2: Yeah. So, but if you're listening to this from home on your labor day holiday, just wherever you're listening, thank you. We are still just kind of, I'm really bad at this today, Caitlin. I don't think I can podcast anymore. No,
1: you're doing fantastic. (laughs) I love it i'm in a new space i just have no idea what's going on um, yeah well speaking so, of that so like how was your week like or like your month i don't know <laughs> Talk, <laughs> tell me about like how are you doing
2: well okay so this week in particular um i have my kids this week okay and mm-hmm. they live here now too yeah they have space and a room and a bathroom and we just got them a switch a nintendo nice. switch So we're getting back some of our normalcy, you know, some of the things that we used to do together when we were just the three of us, we're kind of getting back to that, Mm -hmm. but we are all three of us kind of learning the rhythms of this house and, you know, kind of getting into our own, this is the first week that the kids have been here that they've had school every day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. So the first week that we were all here together My children did not have school. So they still had that last week of summer and it was very relaxed and they could sleep in all day. And now this week we've had to get up every morning and get out the door.
1: Oh, okay. That's totally
2: new. We have not had to get up in the morning and get out the door in over a year and a half. Yeah. I, I totally understand that. So it has been, it's been interesting. My kids are not responding well to having to get up in the morning.
1: I would suppose not.
2: Yeah. It has not been pleasant,
1: oh,
0: that's but we made it
2: through, we made it through five full school days here in our new home. Woo-hoo. And I can just say after being here, I guess I've been here. What would you say? Three weeks, Caitlin? I had a week. Yes. With the kids. Yeah. Right
1: around three weeks.
2: Yes. I had a that first week that we were here where the kids were here. And then I had a week with just Jamie. And now this is the end of our third week living together. And it's starting to get
1: normal i think yeah it's starting to feel and you have even more changes to come so like when you know when jamie transitions back to work and all of that good stuff and yeah there's a you know, no, to get into a rhythm there's lots of things
2: coming in the future that will take some getting used to as well but as far yeah. as just i feel like we've done a really good job kind of easing in
1: um mm-hmm. yeah that-
2: Yeah. Because I didn't move everything in all at once. There wasn't like a huge day that was called moving day. You know, it's like everything just kind of Mm -hmm. slid in. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) I'm resisting the urge to make a joke right now. (laughs) Well, you are a middle school boy. So I (laughs) am basically a middle school boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Your sense of humor definitely is middle school boy. I know I sent Leanne a gift this morning and she had no idea what it was. And I was like, that's from Rick and Morty. Okay. Like, and I'm like, who's that? I don't know
2: who that is. Oh
1: my goodness.
2: <laughs> no, I am familiar with the show Rick and Morty, but I, I did not know who that creature was in that gift. So um, <laughs> I, I guess I'm showing my age, but you are five years younger than me.
1: I know. I'm just a whole baby. I'm basically mm-hmm. a whole fetus.
2: Yeah. I need to get you a sippy cup to go with your podcast. mic. <laughs>
1: I mean, however, I just turned 35 and uh, I would be, if I got pregnant right now, like I'd be considered geriatric pregnancy. So I'm turning old too. I'm sorry. That is That is offensive to me. (laughs) It is offensive. Why do they say that to people? Can
2: we address this? Like it is 2021. (laughs) How dare you call a 35 year old woman geriatric? (laughs) Exactly. Like, can you not do that please? And, you know, don't come for us medical professionals who are trying to say it's just a medical term. It
1: doesn't mean anything. You don't have to get offended. Well, Um, they have changed it recently. It's now called, I think, advanced maternal age is what I've heard now. That feels a little better. That softens the blow. Okay. (laughs) I mean, right? I mean, it's just the facts. Like you are advanced in your maternal age. Yes. And I think that, Obviously it has
2: been proven by science and doctors that it's higher risk. There's higher risk involved when women are older and they're pregnant. So I get it. Some
1: people are rocking being pregnant at like 40, 42,
2: 45. Like, I know, I know. So, but that just because they can, doesn't mean that, you know, I guess I understand why the medical professionals need to monitor women of certain ages a little more closely when they're pregnant. I I just, do we have to talk about it?
1: (laughs) yeah do we have to like label it like can't everybody just be a pregnant grumpy lady yes person it could be a pregnant person there are there are men in this world who are getting pregnant and all kinds of things and non-binary folks so I don't know. Like, just don't come for those of us who are over 35. Okay.
2: I just feel like, can you not just, if you need to run some extra tests on me, just run the extra tests. You don't have
1: to explain to me why (laughs) you don't need to tell me unless it comes back with something that I need to know about, like something that I'm going to have to handle. Yeah. So, well, anyway, we're we're not having this conversation also because I, I'm I'm not planning to have a baby. That's not what's happening here. Also, Yes. And I have ceased trying to encourage people to have babies. Yeah. I mean, like if you want to have stopped. a baby, that's cool, but like also no, I'm it, like someone who was talking about it. Someone was saying that I could have a baby or something like that. And I literally, you know, like when somebody makes like a terrible sound and your skin gets like bumps all over it. Yeah. And then you have like the urge to just like shudder and like kind of throw up a little bit. Like I literally felt physically disgusted by having a baby. <sighs> yeah, I feel the same. No, thank you. Is but it- to all of those who are trying or are struggling with trying, like I'm sending, I'll send you all of my baby fertility vibes that I can do.
2: <laughs> yeah. Us, you know, us saying that we don't want more children does not mean that we do not understand that there are people out there who are desperate to have them. So don't, yes. you know, we, that's not what we're saying, but we just know that at this point, like this factory is closed.
1: This is a weird tangent for the show today.
2: Yeah. All we were supposed to say was how was your week? And this is what we got to.
3: Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> Someone needs to make a map of how our conversation. <laughs> I don't think it would be a map. It'd be more like a toddler scribble. <laughs> so how is your week? What do you got going on? Okay. So this was week two back to school. Um, for me, well, I mean, back to school, back to working from home at school, teacher, teacher teacher days, teacher days. Yes, exactly. Which I always love that transition time at the beginning of the year, because like, I feel like I need, I just need to get my head around everything and all of that before I see kids. But we, we do something at my school called welcome calls. And so I get to call all of the kids on my list So this year in my advisory group, I have, I think 96, which is pretty low last year. I had over 200, but, um, anyway, so I get to call all of those sweet little baby angels and listening to their sweet little voices and their parents are asking all the questions. And it's just one of my favorite things ever. So at work, uh, it's been, it's been fun. We've had a lot of professional development. Um, I don't know what else have I done this week? Oh, I took, I took this week off of YouTube unexpectedly, just because I, again, I'm trying to balance like all of the things I'm working out now, <laughs> which I don't think I was doing when we were podcasting last time. Um, I'm working out. I'm still using, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still using Noom. So I'm biking like, um, just around my neighborhood, like nine miles a day, something like that. So Seriously? Yeah. So in 40 minutes, I can go nine miles. Oh my gosh, Caitlin. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So that's, that's what I've been doing Um, so far. And like, I don't really think that your value changes with a number on a scale, but this is just like a metric for me to be able to measure progress. So I have lost 20 pounds. um, So that I feel better, which is the real metric. Um, and we're just going to keep going. We're just going to see what happens. My goal is to be healthier, not to lose weight. And <laughs> Harrison with his little honesty was so cute. And he, he asked me the other day, he's like, can I say that your tummy looks like a donut? And I was like, yeah, that's totally fine. If that's what you want to say, <laughs> knock yourself out. And then I was like, you know, it's not always going to look like a donut. And he said that if my body changes that he's going to miss my old body, <laughs> Oh, that is so sweet. I know. I know. And I was like, you just like to cuddle it. <laughs> it's just squishy and cuddly for you. That's why you yeah. like it.
2: I feel like that there was some movie where someone in the movie said children like soft women. You know, I like children like to- I'm sure they do. Like children children like to hug onto like a soft mom or something.
1: <laughs> I believe that. I totally believe it. So
2: and that's like um you know, when I see some of these like celebrity moms, I know know, that this, all the bones and just the the way,
1: where are you getting the time? First of all, (laughs) like, I feel like it's so hard for me to get in my 40 minute workout. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm having to get up earlier and earlier. just make sure that I do that and track all the things in my app. Like, I don't know, man, it's getting, it's getting harder now that I have more things to do during the day. Well, I used to say
2: like, you can look at somebody's rear end and tell what kind of mom they are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if it's flat? What does that say about me? <laughs> well, mine has been increasingly widening for like the, past.
2: Oh. <laughs> you know, these moms that have all this time to like get to the gym. Listen, there are moms that can do it. There are ones that like can get up and go to the gym and keep it tight. Yeah. (laughs) And then there's moms like me (laughs) who, you know, would rather sleep in and eat chocolate chip pancakes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, I need to keep moving though, because like I'm watching some of my older family members, like my aunt and my mom, and I don't know, they're walking like old women these days. And I don't want to do that any earlier than I have to. So I want my body to feel physically good. I'm hoping to start going to the gym and swimming. Like I don't really need to lift weights at this point, but I do want to get back in the pool. If you don't know, like previously when I was younger, I'm an avid swimmer. That, That was always my thing. That was my jam forever. So I've been hoping to get back in the pool. I ordered new goggles and a swim cap and a cute Torrid one piece athletic type suit. So... You're ready. yeah, But I'm on a bit of a wellness journey right now. And I'm feeling it. You really are. She has been killing it y'all. And I
2: have to say, she's been quite the inspiration because I think that just about every Monday I wake up and say, okay, today's the day I'm going to do it. And (laughs) you know, Caitlin, she said, okay, today's the day I'm going to do it. And she's maintained it
1: for like, what would you say? Like five weeks you've been doing this? Yes. I took like two days off because I did have an old person moment where I like hurt my back by sleeping. And I was like, if I get on the bike today, it's just going to get worse. So I put on my little Arnica gel and my tens unit to like electronically massage it out. And it felt a little bit better. So I got back on the horse, but I took two days off. So other than that, I've been doing good.
2: Well, isn't that the way though? Like once you reach a certain age, you can just sleep wrong and it messes up your sleep.
1: <laughs> it's so true. And like, I am very particular about how my pillows are shaped and laid and I have to have them exactly right. And Brian is like flipping and flopping all night long. And I think when he moves into a certain way, my body kind of like forms around whatever (laughs) contortionist shape he has. And then it like puts me on a lot of whack. (laughs) Well, I, I get what
2: you're saying though, about like how the women in your life, you feel like they're walking kind of old. Yes.
1: Yes. Like my aunt has plantar fasciitis, which is like a foot thing. And it's like very painful. And so she like, she's like wobbling when she walks. And like, I went out on the boat with my parents last weekend, um, to, uh, for my birthday and like my mom had back surgery a couple of years ago and I think she's gonna have to have it again but like her whole leg like went out like she just like fell into the boat and I was like whoa I do not want that to happen to me yeah
2: I sometimes think that when I get up off of a couch you
1: can tell how old I am sometimes yeah and like I was telling yeah. Brian the other day because we took out half of our deck. So the step up onto our back deck is like a larger step. And he's like, why did you walk around the long way? And I was like, I don't want to step up onto the deck because it hurts my hip. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Sometimes I'll get up
2: from the couch and I can tell that my legs are saying, you need to give us more time to prepare for the journey into the kitchen, but (laughs) I don't want to look old when I stand up. So I just kind of play it off and just make them work.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
2: (laughs) So when really, if I would just stand up and wait there for a minute and let my legs get acclimated, it's weird, man, getting old is weird. And that's why I'm so like inspired by you and your fitness journey, because I need to be on the same journey because this, this weight, like I have no problem with what I look like. No, right. Yeah. But this is not going to translate well to 60 years old.
1: It's very true. It's just going to get harder and harder to carry it around. I feel like. Yeah. Yes. like, I
2: might be all right at 40, but at 60, it's just not, it's not going to, it's not going to serve me for the rest of my life. I need to find a happy body place.
1: That's going to be good for me for the duration for the long haul. That's right. (laughs) And like, we were watching, okay, this probably didn't help, but have you ever seen the movie grumpy old men? I have seen it, but it's been a while. Okay. So we watched it and there's, okay. So there's just these two old guys and they were like best friends when they were kids. And now they're like enemies, kind of, they like pick on each other. And then there's like one other older guy who's one of the guy's dads. <laughs> and he is just like very spicy and probably like a little assaulty, <laughs> sexually <laughs> assaulting with his words. Yeah. But he was talking about uh, like flirting with this woman and he's like, Yeah. The mind is, the mind is, the mind is willing, but the body is not. (laughs) And I feel like sometimes that's me, like with aging, I'm like, my mind knows what I want to do, but my body does not have all the follow through. No, not at all. No, my mind, I'm still 17.
2: Right. Exactly. How was 1990, not 10 years ago? Oh oh my gosh. I feel like that we're, I saw a meme the other day that said something like, we're closer to 2050 than we are 20, than we are 1990. Is that true? Oh no, I don't want to hear that. I think that's true though. Cause 1990 is like 30 years. No, I don't know if it's true, but anyway, it's just, it was a very interesting, you know, it was just interesting
1: to think about that. One of my friends went in and subbed. What was that? I think they were 10th grade students. Um, And so she was saying that none of the students in that class, like they were having a conversation about 9-11 and the kids were like, wait, you were alive during 9-11. And she realized that none of these children were born or like watched that. Like we did, like nobody was born before 2001.
2: Oh, absolutely not. No. The people that were born in 2001,
1: they're all like in college now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but she was like, it was like a mental thing that she like she had like a little mini like crisis. Well, it is. It's sexy. hard.
2: I remember when I was um at you know back when I was teaching early days, like the early days of my teaching. Um, I could talk about nine eleven with my students back in like two thousand. Yeah, and they like got it. And they, you know, they really, really got it. And. As the years went on, I saw kids come into my room that were post 9-11 babies nice. that had no concept of what things, of, of what that day was like, of what things were like before it, just any of it. And, you know, all of our children, I mean, my children, your children, Jamie's kids, like these kids were all born after that. I talked to Daniel yeah. and Hannah about 9-11 a few weeks ago in the car. We just were kind of having a chat mm-hmm. and they had both heard of it in school, <laughs> but they didn't really know exactly what it was or like what, what happened. So, you know, we had, and this is how history repeats itself. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I, you know, but at what age, how old is your kid supposed to be when you start teaching them about nine 11? I mean, think about it this way. When I was in elementary school, someone asked a question about December 7th, which Mm is
1: Pearl Harbor day. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I have no idea what that is. I mean, I wasn't alive during that obviously.
2: Yeah. I didn't know anything about Pearl Harbor. (laughs) you know, I mean, there's people like my, our grandparents that can't believe there's kids that don't know about Pearl
1: Harbor. I know. I know. I just feel older, like in the things that I say. And like, anytime I'll try to use like the young hip slang or something like that, Delilah just looks at me and she's 13. For those of you who are new here, she looks at me and she's like, stop. Like I said, sus the other day, I was like, that's so sus. And she's like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah.
2: It's funny. The word sus is the one that came to mind because
1: <laughs> um
2: because Jamie and I say that all the time. Um, yes. And I I think that the kids are like, maybe you shouldn't just say,
1: you're grown. <laughs> it's you not a good that. look.
2: Yeah. Or, you know, if I tell my kids like, it's about to be lit. They're like, no, no <laughs> <Yes>. it's <laughs> not. It's not about, no, to be it's lit. not about, my, to be lit. Listen, my you're going turn- to a craft store. Okay. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to the craft store. It's not going to be lit. okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes, it will. And
1: see, yeah, I- it's a new release. It's a new release day. I'm going to the craft store. It is going to be lit.
2: <laughs> but what did we say when we were younger, like crunk? That was so tight. That. <laughs> but when something like when a party was going to be like real hot, like you said, popping. No, Popping, crunk, like all these, all these words. I don't think I ever said crunk. I,
1: I knew that was my limit.
2: <laughs> I, I don't think that I ever said that in conversation either. Now that I think about it, yeah. But well, I knew what it meant when someone else did. Let's just put yeah. it that way. like I, I understood what it meant, and it's just kind of the same definition as lit. I think.
1: I think um, so. <laughs> oh my but, gosh, we and, really sound like boomers right now. Sorry oh if any God, boomers are listening. Listen.
2: No, no, don't say no. We're not. We might sound a little bit more Gen X. Than millennial right now but
1: that's just because you live with one he's rubbing off
2: on you <sighs> it is getting bad seriously these gen x
1: these gen x people well even my millennial husband I feel like he you know how like old men get like set in their ways and just like there's like an older guy vibe like yeah. I feel like my even yeah. though Brian and I are the same age I feel like I'm much cooler <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> well you're trying to maintain like you've got your social
2: media presence like you kind of have to stay up on things and I'm around middle schoolers all
1: day long I know I know what's popping okay
2: yeah that definitely makes a difference I think I know which songs
1: are slaps (laughs) oh my gosh i'm sorry y'all that was like my hyena laugh but that was it was so good (laughs) she said i I forgot how much fun this is is i love how
2: you said it though because you said i know when songs are slaps i don't isn't that what isn't it like a
1: a noun it's like they own that i don't know (laughs) i thought it was like this song slaps like the verb um i mean maybe (laughs) okay well
2: younger people that listen to us come into our dms and help us with our slang because we suck
1: help (laughs)
2: Oh, all right. So we digress. How was your week? How was your month? That We definitely answered that question, I think. I think um,
1: <laughs> we
2: went off on like 10 tangents. <laughs> so oh, I think that what is the most exciting part about being back, though, this week is that um, we get to acknowledge that we've been making the show for two years. This is the 100th episode celebration because we never really got an opportunity to do that back before
1: our little hiatus. I cannot believe we've already made a hundred episodes. I can't believe we've been doing this for two years. It feels like just yesterday where we were like talking about, oh yeah, we should have a podcast and it should be called Spice Chaos. And that's so funny. and It's just a whole joke. And then it became this real thing. (laughs) Well, it did become a very, very real thing. And it's,
2: it's a real thing that I can safely say that after a month of making almost no episodes that I have definitely come to kind of rely
1: on this time every week. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's like and, my little safe space where I get to talk about things. And
2: even when we have a guest and I'm a little nervous or, you know, there's work involved with the editing and all the putting things together and making notes and figuring out what we want to talk about and all the things. I, I realized that I didn't want to, to not
1: have it anymore. hmm Yeah, me too. Like I couldn't imagine not having this anymore. Even if, even if anchor won't give us back our ad yet.
2: (laughs) Listen, even if, look, if if our listenership goes down to like 10 people, yeah, we'll be
1: like over here still making, (laughs) making a show. Yep, exactly. If we go into like zombie apocalypse, we'll be like getting out the transistor radio, trying to make trying to make a show he's trying to still keep spice chaos a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly well and part of that for me is like I okay I know that people listen to the show and I think I've said this before but like when we were on our break people were messaging me like a lot and they were saying like I miss you guys my Mondays aren't complete like what am I supposed to do on Fridays without a mini and I was like oh man like people really they people like us <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. And I, it's when I look at numbers. Okay. So like you look at the numbers of people say that watch your YouTube videos. Yeah. Or you look at the numbers of people that listen to each episode and things like that. That number is just kind of like an arbitrary number.
1: Yeah. It doesn't like, I don't see
2: faces with it. No, it's just, Oh, look, this is how many people have heard this episode. But yeah, then when people start letting me know that they do miss us,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I was kind of surprised. I don't know. I don't want to say surprise. Like that sells us a little bit short. Like, I feel like I knew that people would be kind of sad that we were gone or they might notice that we were gone for a minute.
1: Yeah. I think people would notice. And mm-hmm. the reason
2: why I say that is because there's podcasts that I listen to regularly every week. Mm-hmm. And when they take a week off, I feel it.
1: Yeah. Like I used to listen to the planner bitches regularly. Yeah. And they, ha- I think they stopped like right when the pandemic hit. And yeah. they haven't been able to, like, I don't know what the reason is. I don't know any tea about it, but I really like, I feel like that's like a hole in my life now. <laughs> like, I don't get to listen to them anymore.
2: Well, and see, I am really, really into the office ladies. Uh huh. Like, I'm super invested in that podcast. Like I will see that podcast through to the last dying day. <laughs> right. And every Wednesday I'm excited to see, you know, what they're going to say about the show. And then I go watch the episode and it's just like a whole thing. So this past last week i think they they were off like on a summer break week or something mm-hmm. and they just put up like an older episode they just replayed like an older episode and i was disappointed and i was like maybe
1: that's how people feel about us too a little bit just on a small yeah. or or like if planners and wine have to take like a week off like definitely take your mental health day i totally understand from that perspective but then i'm like Oh no. <laughs> yeah. But then the rest of us, do <laughs> who am I going to
2: listen to on my bike right now? <laughs> yeah, Especially because like, if, if a podcast takes a
1: week off, then you yeah. know, it's gonna be, a like, long time in like, like a whole nother week before you get to hear. Yeah. So I know And I bike every day, 40 minutes, that's a podcast in two days.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, I am happy for us to be back and to get back on a regular schedule. And we have a lot of fun stuff that we want to bring you. We've reworked the Patreon, which if you go over there today and check it out. There's going to be a whole bunch of new stuff over there. Um, Ooh. yeah, it's just, we're, you know, we've reworked all the tiers and they're kind of offering some new stuff and we kind of want to do, you know, a bonus episode every month for the patrons and just things mm-hmm. like that. Just, just because we also kind of, we're thinking that we might want to do
1: a little bit of some after dark content. Yeah. Because there's some things that like we do, I think both of us really try to think about like our audience and like who they might be around <laughs> while they're listening. But I think that we both also, when we have just like our, our off the air conversations, we can get a, we can get a little PG-13, maybe even a little rated R.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I think that there are issues, especially in a community that is primarily, um, you know, women, Mm -hmm. that there's things that we can talk about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
2: you know that that you and I talk about off the air and I think that some of those topics, you know, could be addressed in After Dark episodes. Yeah. And um it's also, you know, I think would be a fun time for us to cut up a little bit and have some drinks and just, you
1: know, yeah. I not- mean our first one, I think we need to talk about that whole mess that's going on in Texas. That'd be a great After Dark episode topic.
2: <laughs> um yeah, I mean we could talk about that and I I also think that um you know, as far as like the Patreon goes, what I want to say about Patreon, because there has been some drama surrounding Patreon in this community for the past couple of weeks. Um, there have been some people that have made some comments about other people's Patreons and things like that. And I, I guess at this point, let's just say this after two years of making this show basically for free. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm kind of at this point, like we've spent more money on the show than we've made.
1: Yeah, exactly. I I would agree with that. Like we've bought equipment. We've, um, we paid buzzsprout for over a year. I mean, yeah. We do we pay, we still pay for like zoom to have longer episode or longer recording times, I think. Right. There's just a lot of little
2: things that, you know, over the months, like when we were hosted by buzzsprout for like the first year and few months of our show, I mean, we were paying like 25 bucks a month to have access to that buzzsprout stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just podcast hosting now anchor does, you know, anchor
1: has a, let us do that. We do it now without having to pay anchor. Right. But uh, like also our time is valuable as well. Like as much as we love doing the show and we would do it with a small audience and like, we do it for the love of the show. That doesn't mean that it also isn't nice to feel valued and compensated for our time.
2: Right. And I, I guess I kind of understand some of the I guess I understand both sides of the argument. People that have like an issue with people's Patreons. And I have friends that have said, I would rather send your show 30 bucks than have to subscribe to something every month. And I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I I think it's kind of fun because the stuff that we're going to put up, you know, the stuff that's going to be on the Patreon is it's stuff that we know that we can handle as far as time goes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it will give us an opportunity to, I don't know. Connect with people in a different way.
1: Yeah. I think so too. Yeah.
2: So we're just, we're going to give it a try and just
1: we'll see what happens. (laughs) Well, and like, honestly, show me a podcast that doesn't have a Patreon. Well, I know, I know. (laughs) We're not the only ones doing it. And that doesn't mean that that's why we should do it. But um, Patreon is really like the only way to make money on a podcast because relying on podcast ad services right now is not as consistent as for example, relying on YouTube ad services. So
2: yeah, that's very true. And I wish that there was a platform that was similar to
1: YouTube for podcasters. Well, I guess we could like, I know this, we're just, I'm just shooting this out there in the middle of a recording, but we could post our episodes on YouTube. And we used to do that. And just yeah. earn to watch time we could try yeah, that.
2: We, we did we did used to do that and but you know for me the thought of trying to grow another youtube to a thousand hours of listens just makes me want to go to sleep <laughs> go to sleep
1: <laughs> that might be something that I would be interested in taking on but we can talk about that later we, we don't need to we don't need to bore all these people with that third this wall is not a podcast meeting. this is a celebration of a hundred episodes <laughs> this is a celebration so let's celebrate
2: So yay. So, all right, Caitlin, let me just say, what do you want to start with? Do you want to start with our messages and recordings or would you like to talk about some of your
1: favorite memories of our show? What do you want to do first? I think we should talk about the show a little bit and like all the things that we've had here. Okay. I think that's a good idea. I, I wish that I could like
2: nail down my favorite moment from the show.
1: Oh, I got it. I got one while you're thinking
2: over the past couple of years. Um, what my like favorite, favorite moment is, but no, I, I have
1: mine. So I want to say that I have loved every single guest. Yeah. And like some people I'm very surprised, like some people I'll be thinking like, oh, okay, this one, we're going to need to like guide them a little more, you know, because some, I mean, it's natural to not feel comfortable talking, but then they'll like come out of the gate, swing like. <laughs> mega personalities. And I'm like, where were you hiding that? <laughs> well, and that's,
2: what's been so interesting for me about this is that you kind of, when you are following somebody on social media, you kind of figure out like what you think that person is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And <laughs> exactly, you know, you kind of just, it's like you
1: make it up in your head. It's like a book character kind of.
2: Yeah. And then, and then when we actually sit down to speak to them, it's like, whoa, (laughs) right? (laughs) this was totally not what I like. Um, just for instance, Teresa Collins. Yeah. Oh Um, my goodness. I did not realize quite how inspirational she was going to
1: be for me. Yeah. And like Um, how just real and honest, like I always view her as this like very polished person, very professional, that kind of thing. I didn't realize like how like open to sharing like the nitty gritty details about like her life she was going to be. And like how much I could really feel like a connection. Yes. It felt very authentic for me. Yeah. And I
2: enjoyed that. I know that that was a very recent memory, but, um, let me just, okay. I will throw out my favorite, my favorite moment. Okay. And then you can give me yours. And this goes way, way back to the way back.
1: Mine is way, way back also.
2: Okay. So this is like so far, but my, uh, this, and this is not anything about any of our guests. Like I love, I've loved all of our guests. I'm trying not to have any of our guests like come for me, Yeah, Um, but I loved the night
1: that we recorded with Kimmy plans. That was so fun. Um, And I love it when we have not that like all of our guests aren't like our friends or our acquaintances in the community, but like when we have somebody on the show that we've been in like a group chat. So, like when we had planners and wine on, and when we had Kimmy on, when we've had Lori Dean plans, somebody that we have like a deeper connection with, it is so much fun. (laughs) It's just like chatting with friends.
2: Well, I think that the episode that we made with Kimmy was the first time that I ever had drinks while we recorded. (laughs) and the end result was interesting because people were DMing after it was over and they were like spice plans to drink every episode and just, (laughs) and it was just, maybe we could do that on Patreon drinking episodes. (laughs) It was just, I just remember how fun that was to talk to her, even though of course I already loved her dearly, but it was just, it was a fun night. Like I remember the experience of it being super awesome. And -hmm. then the reception, like the reception from the community, to that episode. It's one of our most listened to episodes ever.
1: Oh my gosh. That's so funny.
2: It's just, that was like, I think that was my favorite, favorite moment
1: in all since. the. What about that? My favorite moment, because it was a bucket list item and not, I mean, also because it was an amazing episode, but having a minute to like talk to Stephanie Fleming and for her to say like, because I had I I didn't think she knew who I was like she there's a lot of people in this planner community and she's like oh yeah no I know who you are I was like what yes and wait a minute I can't breathe hold on I might poop like hold on oh just because I don't know like she like Stephanie Fleming was the first face that I ever saw as far as the happy planner and like I've been around since Periscope days. So before they did Instagram lives to show product, they would go on Periscope and it would glitch through the entire thing. And so I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like that, that time was when the community was a lot smaller, when Happy Planner was a lot smaller and it just felt like very personal. And so I kind of got like that one-sided, like, I don't know, influencer relationship where I felt like I knew her. (laughs) And then to actually have a minute to talk to her, I like, I couldn't, I could not even.
2: Yeah. And I wouldn't go, I would never like say I am quote unquote friends with Stephanie Fleming. Sure. But I I felt like it. But I'm on my (laughs) end. No, no. And I'm not saying like, like, (laughs) that's what you're saying. I'm saying that like, I, I feel like if I needed to reach out to her and say something that I could, and she would respond. Right. I know. I don't abuse that and bother her every day. Sure. Sometimes I wanted to, (laughs) (laughs) but there's something very, very fun about
1: chatting with Stephanie Fleming. Yeah. I feel like she's just got like this, like larger than life personality. Yes. And it's like, you can feel, I don't know. This sounds really, really basic and very cliche, but you can almost feel like the boss babe and like the hustling vibes. Like I don't imagine she's a person that, like sit still for very long. Like, I feel yeah. like even in retirement, she like, she has all these little projects and she still is like a minority shareholder in the happy planner. Yeah. And like, she's still got a lot going on. So you can almost feel that energy. And it was very infectious. She also
2: has whatever Brad Pitt had in Benjamin button.
1: I know like what retirement is, is good looking good on her, man. Seriously, she's aging backwards. I know. And she even, okay. She tried to do this TikTok or a reel or something where she was like showing her face when she like was working out or whatever. And then like a glow up, like when her hair was all done. And the first picture, like, I was like, oh my gosh, she looks beautiful. And then the second picture, I was like, hold on a minute. (laughs) Hold on. what is that? because I need it. (laughs) I'm like, who knew that all
2: you needed to look you know, 15 years, 20 years younger is to retire and live in California. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she's definitely, she has a, she has like a, this is going to sound cheesy too, if we're going to like stick with cliches, but I feel like she has an aura about
1: <laughs> an aura. An aura.
2: Yes. Maybe the, maybe the current word is vibe. I think that vibe is the same as aura, but I just I don't know. I, I like, I liked that. I like talking to her too. And, um, we talked to her for so long that we, that's the
1: only guest that we've had that we split into two episodes. Yeah. And she had a lot to say also that was just like, so motivating. And I don't know, like, it was just like a whole bucket list item for me to be able to talk to her and for her to actually like know my name and who I am. Not that, (sighs) I don't think that I'm anybody in, in particular or anybody special or anything like that. I feel like in this community, I tend to be very humble. But to, for her to say that she knew my name, that was wild. Sorry, I had a little frog in my throat. I was trying to work that through. But <laughs> uh, for her to say that she knew my name, I don't know. That just like, that is a moment that like stands out to me. Same when we were talking to Cindy from Llama Letters and she's like, oh yeah, no, I know who you are. I was like, excuse me. Yeah, You're like the queen of the planner community. I know, <laughs> and, and you know my name.
2: Okay. I feel very lucky to have gotten to meet some of these people that we've had on our show in person.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Just from I, mainly the Chicago Planner Conference, but right. I do think that you know, when I went up to Cindy at the Chicago Planner Conference, and you can ask the people that I was with, I would go up to anybody.
1: Yeah. I believe it.
2: I was like, I know that she's famous, that she's planner famous, but I'm gonna go talk to her anyway. Like, I don't care. Um, I love that. We had already discussed with Cindy being on our show. Mm-hmm. So when I went up to speak to her, she was like, of course I know y'all. Of course I'm listening to your show. Of course I can't wait to
1: come. And she was amazing. Yeah. And, and she's that- just like a real like earmuffs if you have little kids, cause I'm going to say a swear she's just a real ass bitch. (laughs) Like She really is. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I know. And I love listening to her on other
2: shows too. I always tune in when she's ever like on somebody's podcast or whatever. So I just, I I feel that was kind of bucket listy for me to have llama letters on the show.
1: Yeah. That was really cool. She's like the OG. Yeah. And she's another one, like kind of like Teresa Collins a little bit, but I knew she was very real and authentic because I've watched like every video she's ever made, but like having a conversation with somebody. So it's different. I think sometimes when you have a conversation with somebody versus when you're watching their video or like looking at their Instagram, because on Instagram, they could curate themselves as real and authentic and whatever. But when you're having a conversation with somebody, like there's not a lot of room to hide anything. And she is exactly the same. Like Cindy is just she is. She just like, (laughs) she takes, (laughs) she takes nothing from no one. She is just, but she's also very genuine and very kind. Like she just has this, like, I don't know, like mama bird kind of vibe. Like I just, she'll
2: support you. She will like, she'll, you know, like she's around and she sees what's going on. And she, you know, she knows what everybody's got, you know, what everybody's doing. And I, I, I think that she, well, first of all, can I just say that making the decision to start your social media and just be a hundred percent yourself and not be trying to like hide the the bumps and scars and all that kind of stuff. That to me feels almost like a relief. Yeah. You know, like it would make the job so much easier to just say, well, it doesn't really matter if my house is a mess today when I make this vlog, because I'm going to be myself. Um, mm-hmm. And I haven't gotten to that place yet. I have not gotten to the place where I feel like I just want to let everybody in to see all the
1: ugly underbelly stuff you know like it's still it's hard like that's hard to be that way yeah and I feel like I let people in but like to a point like I don't feel like I let them in all the way but I do I do share as much as I'm comfortable with
2: and we are very open on the show I think about when we're behind on laundry or when we need to you know when when it's been too long since the
1: bathroom has been cleaned or
2: you know we're right but you're not going to
1: hear us like hollering at our kids in the background (laughs) (laughs) it's a real life moment
2: no, normally if we have to holler at the kids, we,
1: we pause the show. <laughs> yeah, no children were harmed in the making of this episode. <laughs> no, not this episode. No,
2: <laughs> but okay. So I'm trying to think if I could pick like a number two, I know that we, I didn't prepare you for this at all.
1: Okay. I have my um, number two already to go. You do? Yes. Um, Okay. Yeah, I have it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you go with your number two first then, and then I'll give you. Okay. My number two was Nita from neatly plans, like hands down, like she, like another person that just has like that aura, you know, of like successful vibes. Like she is oozing talent in all of these different areas in her life. Mm -hmm. And she is also very humble about it and just very sweet and kind. And she's what I want to be when I grow up. (laughs) yeah, she's wonderful. I I agree that that was, um, yeah, that was, that was a really awesome, awesome episode. She, I just left that episode feeling like I had had like a mini therapy session. I was like, okay, (laughs) I feel good now. She seems wise to me. (laughs) Yes. That was it. Yeah. And like, she also was a very real and open and like talked about things like infant loss and Um, just like was open to sharing her heart and her life story and talking about like, like we always say, you know, we're a planner girl podcast that we talk about like the real life behind the plans, you know? And it was, she was just so open to sharing that. And, um, and I, we recorded on, I think her, uh, her baby's birthday or something like that. Yeah. Um,
2: that was a great episode. Mm -hmm. I really really enjoy talking to her
1: and she is she's wonderful too she's like Stephanie she's got that aura she really does yeah just just, more talent than I have in my like whole body she has in her little finger and you can sense it like just on the phone you know yeah and when she's saying things that like she's like designing for like fashion television and like (laughs) doing these other like major business moves like she's a real real hustler she really is yeah for sure
2: so I think that my number two, and this is not, so look, y'all don't come for me because this is not what this is. This is not an advertisement. <laughs> okay. It's not, this is not an ad. We are not sponsored. This is just me being myself. Um, I loved talking to Austin for moose. Oh, yes. Also, and, if you have not picked up a moose bag. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's kidding. Um, no, you don't <laughs> No, to real. That. You know, well, they're there's they're great. But see, the thing about that for me was that I've known her for far longer than I've been in this community. Right. And watching your friend build a business and the products be something that you can actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I've had a lot of girlfriends that started like Lulu LaRoe or whatever the, you know, like I've had a lot of friends that have you know, started these businesses or they're selling rodent and fields or whatever. Um, right. But for me, this was like this is a friend who, with her mother, started something from scratch. And I love being able to support the people who I love. And mm-hmm. also, then to get to have her on our show and talk about just like mom life stuff and businesswoman stuff and, you know, all those. Like, I just, that for me was just a very high point. Like, I just really, really enjoyed having her, and then a close second to number two would be Tasia from Sweet Kauai Design. Mm -hmm. That's just because I really do enjoy supporting small business and women in business. And the business women that we have had on the show have taught me so much. Now, if I could just funnel all of the things that I've learned into some kind of structure, (laughs) then maybe I could go pretty far myself. Yeah. I think the best part about the last two years is just all the awesome people that we've gotten to talk to. And that not not just that you and I, I mean,
1: we've cultivated like an amazing friendship. Right. Like I don't, we were like acquaintances in the community before we started the show. But I think that we have like really bonded, like, I don't know with like literal hetero life mates. Like, I don't think I could do life without you.
2: Right. And I feel that way. Like, it's almost like somebody, somebody asked me the other day, I think it was Jamie who asked me, he was like, so if you were to stop doing like the Instagram and the YouTube stuff, would you still make the podcast? Right. And I, I don't really see for me working with you has been so easy Mm -hmm. that, yeah, we both have little things, little quirks about us that, you know, probably irritate the other one. Um, (laughs) Leanne doesn't want to hear about all my green juice
1: escapades all the time. (laughs)
2: And I have figured out that if I want for us to record at noon, I have to tell Caitlin 1130.
1: Yeah. Uh, 30. not my fault. It's not my fault. I promise it's,
2: it's not, it's not always her fault, but a lot of times she's frothing milk or making a
1: thing. Or, you know, <laughs> well, you know, I'll start, I'll start doing something and it takes way more time than I thought it would. to get this. Yes.
2: And after 35 years on this planet, Caitlin, you should have that down. You should
1: know that it takes a while to froth. There are just some things I can't do. Like I still can't <laughs> drive around my own city very well without directions. I've lived
2: here for 35 years. No, I don't even try. I've lived here for for almost 40 years and I still, to this day, put GPS on to go everywhere. So no, no, I I, I totally get that. And I underestimate how long it takes me to do things too, but it's funny because it'll be like one minute till time to start recording and she'll be like, all right, I'm getting my coffee. And I, well, that's 15 minutes gone. So I'll go ahead and take a walk and- (laughs) so but you know it's just we've learned I think we've learned how to work together and there are people we've talked to we've talked to several people in our community that have said like I work best solo and I you know don't know how y'all figure out how to you know collaborate and keep it together because it is sometimes hard to have a partner you know it's it's hard to be because we're friends and this is still kind of a, a business and we have to figure out how to You know, if there's money in the PayPal account, like, what are we going to do with it? Like, is it going to go toward, you know, it's just, we've had to figure out those things. And, um, I have to say that if I look back at the last two years, it has been fairly easy.
1: Yeah, I think it has too. And I think that like, even with money involved, like when we've had a sponsorship thing, like I don't know if we necessarily divide it right down the middle, but like, we're like, if you need the money this month, take it. Like, it's not that big of a
2: deal. Exactly, exactly. And we've been able to kind of talk about that stuff and not get, um, we've probably been a little bit more slack about it than we should have been. But, you know, uh, but as far as, you know, figuring out schedules and responsibilities and, you know, like we've kind of settled into our roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, because you're kind of more our scheduler. Yeah. I'm the secretary. And then, then, you know, I edit and upload and, you know, it's just, so there's, we've just kind of figured out, you know, what we, you know, what we, what we do here and it is working for us and, you know, our friendship, because when we started the show, we didn't know each other that well. No, we didn't. I mean, it was, it was not a married at first sight situation, but it was close.
1: It was close. Yeah. We had an arranged marriage.
2: Yes. It was close because when we decided like we became friends that July and then we launched a podcast in September. Yeah. Um, you know, we had known each other for a while, but had not been friends, friends, but for maybe like a month.
1: Yeah. But I feel, I feel like when you meet somebody who you're going to be connected with, like, I don't know, it was, it was like this, like comfortable feeling like right away.
2: Yes. Yes. It felt, it felt right from the beginning. Uh I wasn't afraid to commit to this with you because I felt (laughs) like that we could, that we could see it through. Just looking back on the leap that you and I took after only a month of knowing each other to commit to a show that wasn't just going to fizzle out and die. Yep. It's just, it's just something I'm proud of us. I really am proud of
1: us too. I'm
2: proud of us. I'm proud proud to, you know, to, to be able to say, yeah, we had only been friends for a month when we started this, but we have grown our friendship in such a very strong way.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly.
2: We can talk to each other about anything when she's
1: mad at me, she can tell me. um, Yeah. That's like, I think that's like my best and worst quality. Like, I think I'm an over communicator. (laughs) So (laughs) when something's bothering me, I'm not like going to, tiptoe around it, I'm going to come right out and say it immediately before it becomes a big problem. Right. And Caitlin will point out signs
2: of trouble even before I know that they're there,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, like she'll say something to me and I'm just like, like at first it, things will catch me off guard. And I'll be like, how did she interpret what I said that way? <laughs> and then, you know, I think about it. And I'm like, well, it's good that you can say things. I don't know. It's good for us to be able to talk to each other. I don't know how many fights
1: we've had not, I don't think we've had fights. I would call them discussions, but I also feel like that's what grownups do. Like, I feel like I have very few fights now with people. I have more discussions Mm -hmm. and I don't know, like I know my own personal boundaries and stuff, and I am not going to hold on to resentment because I feel like that punishes me. And so before I get to that point, like I'm going to let you know (laughs) that we're going down that road. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that that's really important because-
2: And it, and it translates to all kinds of different relationships because resentment is
1: toxic. Exactly. Um, Well, and I am that way, like with my husband too, like if he's doing something that's bothering me, he's going to know about it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I I think that, I mean, within reason, like I I would never want to be the kind of person that has to like, you know say something to somebody about every single thing that they do like, Oh "Oh, no. Yeah.
1: I would also consider myself pretty flexible. Right. Right. It's not like you're over here, like every single thing he does, he's doing it wrong and needs to do it your way. No, but but like, like Harrison's already been down here three times while we're trying to record this podcast. And I just texted him. I was like, this podcast recording is on the calendar. Come get your kids.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, yeah. And you can say that. Yeah. I feel like that I came out of a marriage
1: where I didn't feel like I had a voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I will say that we weren't always that way. Like he and I were not always on the same page. Like I would hold a lot in. um, But we like had this like fork in the road. Like, are we going to stay together and like make this as good as it can be? Or are we going to like go our separate ways and be co-parents? And we chose to stick it out and stay together. And like, we chose to do the work and like put in the work and not push each other's buttons and I don't know. I'm a big fan of giving space. (laughs) Like I'm not going to stay up until 3 AM and fight anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think you're right
2: about most of us, when we reach a certain age, we're not having fights anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's not like you and I, when we do have a discussion or an argument that we're like
1: flinging insults at each other. No, Um, I resist that urge because that, if you want to talk about fatal flaws, that is my fatal flaw. Well, I, have, I know that I have you a can, little bit of a silver tongue. That you do. That you could. You know, you can come at people like, and you can hurt. You know. <laughs> I could probably hurt people's feelings, which I'm not proud of. I'm laughing, but that's an uncomfortable laugh. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, and I, I think that one of my weaknesses
1: is that I run away from conflict. And I would also say this, is not to pile on, but you're a little bit of like an all or nothing. So like, if something is bad, it's kind of like the end of the world. Yes. I very, very much go to the end. Like if somebody, if like, if, like if Jamie and I have an argument, I'm like, well, I guess that's it. Let me just pack up my <laughs> stuff and go. <laughs> right. Exactly. I know we, there was um, like a whole thing going on the other day and Leanne's like, I guess I'm just going to quit the show. And I like had to call her and like kind of cry a little bit. And I was like, you <laughs> promised we're not going to quit the show.
2: And see, what's weird is that I knew when I said those words that I didn't really mean that. Yeah. But it's like, sometimes when you're hurting, uh-huh. you just you shoot to kill.
1: <laughs> oh, but I told her, I was like, girl, we are not doing this. We are she's not doing like, it every month. I, we're not going to be saying we're going to quit the show. She's like, I do not accept. Uh, no, mm-mm, mm-mm.
2: <laughs> But I, I, I think communication is so, so important. And I have definitely, I can definitely say that I have learned so much from you.
1: Yeah. Same.
2: That that is so valuable to me that, you know, the universe put somebody in my life who was going to teach me all these great things about like relationships and communication. And, um, that's
1: just so nice.
2: (laughs) Yes. So we can, um, sit here and spill sugar all over each other or we can listen <laughs> to what
1: all of these folks have had to say about our show. Yeah. Because you guys sent us in some like sweet little voice memos. Well, we of course asked for them. We asked for the compliments, but yes, yeah, so we wanted-
2: yeah, because it's a celebration. So we have to toot our own horn a little bit. Yeah. So we do not have any idea how this is going to go because we've never tried to play clips of anything on the show before. Um, yeah and we don't have an order. We don't have a plan for this. So we're just going to open up the DMS and just take turns. So we're going to listen now and, and talk about um, some of the things that kind of like mini style. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so Caitlin, why don't you go first and pick one? Okay. So this one, there are two voice memos and it says, Oh no, I cut off. So I'm going to play both of them. It's by pin to pin plans. Um, so I don't know how that's I don't know how it's going to go, but it, it says it cut off in the middle. So I'm going to play both. I don't know yes. if she started over or whatever, but anyway, her so is, here we go. Her name, is Claire. her name is Claire.
2: Claire. Hi
1: Claire.
2: I didn't she know that <laughs> she speaks so beautifully. I just really want to have her on the show and listen to her talk all day. Oh, so, I love, I love, I, I love a good voice. <clears laughs> so, all right, here we go. Hi, you guys. Um, I just
3: wanted to say that, Um, I tend to listen to your podcast in the car and it's like having two planner friends with me wherever I'm driving. Um, Also, one of my memories from listening to your podcast is um, not really knowing any big planner brands or anything and driving along on my way home and hearing about Villa Beautiful pens and being like, what are these things? I need to look them up because um, uh, yeah, you guys just were introducing me to a load of new.
1: Okay, I'm gonna play the second one. That's where it cut off.
3: I was just saying, you introduced me to a load of new brands, um and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. To be honest, because I have spent a lot of money since listening to you guys, but <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. So, thank you.
1: Oh, <laughs> okay, but seriously, her voice—like, okay. I have died. Yes, yeah. this. I think I'm going to start
2: asking our listeners for voice memos every week because listening to these has been so fun. But, um, I think it's so cool when people get addicted to like a product and they're like, dang it, (laughs) y'all.
1: Okay. And I will never, I will never quiet down about my love for Villa beautiful pens. I haven't bought any in a while, but maybe Uh, that's a good thing.
2: I, I, I can't remember the last ones I bought, I bought, but I know that, um, I have quite a few here and, um, Claire, I got so much ASMR listening to your voice. Just now. Like, that was just like the most soothing, beautiful message that I have ever heard. Is that weird? Am I just, did I just get creepy, Caitlin? I did probably. No, I think you're okay. <laughs> Sorry, Claire. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that one of, the, one of the things that I have noticed about um, other people's podcasts is when I listen to other podcasts, like when I listen to planners and wine, they talk about notique all the time. Like there's these brands that I didn't know either. And that is what's so cool about all the different ways in this community that we can connect with each other, mm-hmm. um, and showing off of our, like our love for certain products. But, um, yeah, I agree with her that, um, you know, this does feel very much like just a chat. And I like, you know, for her to, you know, for her to say, like, when she's driving in her car, she feels like she's got
1: two planner friends with her. Like, that's really sweet. That's what we're going for. Claire. <laughs> yep. That is our whole vibe. Unprofessional and just our secret chat time that you guys get to listen to. You're welcome. Yes. So
2: thank you, Claire. That was awesome. Um, okay. So next I have a voice memo here from the planning pastor.
1: Ooh, I and, love it. Um,
2: her, she's y'all. Her name is Brenda. Brenda. Yeah. Brenda, and she has a brand new grandbaby. So if you have not seen um her beautiful oh, granddaughter, so you should definitely cute. go go check her out. Um, but anyway, so here we go. I'll play this one. I'm trying, y'all, chill.
0: <laughs> Hi Leanne and Caitlin. This is Brenda, the planning pastor. I've been a listener since day one, and I love you guys so much. I often listen in my car on the way to the grocery store, since it's like 20 miles from my house. And I also listen while I'm doing the dishes. I hate washing dishes, so thanks for making the chore even more enjoyable. I love how much you interact with your listeners, and I hope that you'll continue to do so even more, especially with your patrons on Patreon. Hint, hint. called out wide variety of guests i've learned about some really cool planner babes and others out there finally and maybe most importantly i love how real and unapologetically yourself you both are thanks for being you for 100 plus amazing episodes over the past two years love ya
2: I said I wasn't going to cry. <laughs> my gosh. I like have tears in my eyes. I know, Brenda. No. And I had already listened to that before. Uh-huh. Um, so um, hearing it again, I don't know. I, I,
1: that is just, thank you, Brenda. Thank you. Um, thank you. We love you just as much. Yes. Because Brenda, like we have forged some really good relationships with some of our listeners in the community and Brenda is one of them. Yeah. I feel like that she
2: knows that she can ask us questions and that we will give her very introspective, thoughtful answers, you know, that we, that we, you know, we try to, instead of just, all right, cool, thanks for listening, you know, because there, I mean, there's sometimes, <laughs> you know, I, she's right that I, part of the, part of the fun of this is interacting with the listeners
1: Yeah. That's like most of the fun.
2: Yes. And I have recently started listening to a couple of new podcasts and they have been saying the same thing that they enjoy. Like, I think that that's the coolest part about this job. Well, talking to the guests is cool. It's just a fun thing. Um, But, you know, talking to our listeners is, I mean, how are we supposed to, we can't just make this show like in a vacuum,
1: Mm-hmm, exactly.
2: Um, you know, and just make it just for us and put it out there. And then just seriously, sometimes I feel like I make an Instagram post and you just throw it into the world and then never look at it again. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, in this case, I think it's when we say stuff on the show, people have opinions, people come into our DMS and tell us what they think and how they feel. And yeah. Um, and there's so
1: many like varied and wide opinions because mm-hmm. we do talk about some, like we talk about some things. <laughs>
2: Right, but I've learned a lot from our listeners who have just like d m to say, "Hey, you guys were talking about this today, and
1: right, exactly. this.
2: and um it it doesn't it always i feel like it can always make you a better person to look at a whole bunch of different perspectives on the same issue,
1: totally, and I feel like I have definitely grown as a person like prior to like George Floyd's death, I don't want to say that like. I was racist. Like I was, I was probably a racist, but didn't know it. And like, I have said some questionable things on the show and like, I have had really good conversations with, you know, people in the community who have like pointed out things that I need to grow and work on, which is totally not their job at all. But like, I appreciate the support and like the, you know, all of that, but like, listen, thinking back to some of the things that I have said on the show that I would never say again, that have been like, corrected or, you know, just shared with me by listeners and that kind of thing. It's just, I, I learn, I learn from you guys every day.
2: Yeah. And when there have been times that someone has said something about what one of us has said, Mm -hmm. um, the, the first, like the natural instinct, especially when someone points out to you, this, this was wrong, or this wasn't my favorite thing that you said or whatever. Like when someone has a, when someone is offended or upset Mm-hmm. my first instinct is like to snatch that recording down and make it go away. Oh. You know, like that's, that's always like my, you know, me, I'm a, I'm when it comes to fight or flight, I'm a flight person. She is. She's a runner. Yeah. I'm a runner. So, you know, as soon as things get a little bit scary, I'm just like out the
1: door. And here I am. This, I'm like,
2: no, come here. Let's talk about it. This has forced me t- literally to address things that I would have
1: probably run away from in the past. Same, exactly, and like open my eyes to things that, like, I honestly, I had some pretty strong opinions about things that were very clearly wrong opinions (laughs) that were hurting a lot of people. Well, and
2: I, I appreciate that our listeners are willing to come into our DMs and and fix us.
1: Yeah, even though that's not their job. job. That is Um, not their
2: job. And um, you know, when when they have questions for us that are legitimate questions, I appreciate giving my. I mean, I have. If we had been trying to be characters, I don't think we could have maintained that for two years.
1: No, definitely not.
2: No. So, you know, you're for Brenda, you saying that, you know, we are, we, we come across as real. It's just because I don't know how else, I don't know how else to be at this point when it comes to making the show. I don't know. I don't know how else to be.
1: Yeah. I don't have time or energy to curate a character. I don't
2: (laughs) know. And I thought about that like way back in the way back when I first started my page, like who do I want to be? Interesting now it's like, this is it.
1: You want to be you. Yes. Okay. So who do you have next, Caitlin? Who is next? Okay. So I have Molly from Molly plans and creates, and she's been with us for a long time. So let's hear what she's got to say.
2: All right.
3: Hey guys, Molly here. I don't know if I'm doing this right. First I'm doing it, but I have missed you guys. I hope, um, I mean, Leanne just um, posted that you guys are coming back. Congrats on the 100 show and the two years. I love to listen to you guys. Usually what I do is that uh, when the show comes up on Mondays, um, I wait until Wednesday, which is my day off, so that I can listen in the morning while I clean the house. I just put on my AirPods, and I just listen to you guys and get all my, you know, up-to-date on what's happening with you guys and what's happening in the planet community. Um, so congrats keep going don't leave us um because we miss you guys okay um congrats again bye
1: (laughs) oh that was very cute (laughs) no she is so cute and she she just recently
2: started her planner page
1: Mm -hmm.
2: um because
1: she was miscue
2: plan. Yes. Miscue plans. That's yeah. the one that you remember. She used to send us DMS for many shows. And we had such a hard time pronouncing
1: <laughs> every week. She'd be like, my name week. is Molly.
2: <laughs> I know every single week we're like, sorry, we don't know how to say this one. And
1: she would DM us back and say the name is Molly <laughs> Yeah, every week. And we could <laughs> not remember it.
2: <laughs> um, but I, I don't remember if it was, I think did she come to a zoom maybe potentially. I yeah. can't
1: remember.
2: Well, I can't, it's just so much stuff has happened in the past year with zooms and COVID and everything that I can't remember who all has been in our zooms. But yeah. I knew when she started her planner page that I was like happy to get to see like her planner stuff.
1: Yep. Exactly. I've been wanting to
2: see her planner. Cause she had just had like her personal page,
1: mm-hmm. exactly. um, but yeah, she's been with us since the beginning. Since the, she's like an OG It's she's like been like her and the planning pastor and Lori Dean plans. Those were like the OGs. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And now all the other people that are out there that have been with us since the beginning are like, wait, me too. Right there. I mean, there are probably more, but some of them have left. Some of them have been offended by things that we have said and left. So
2: yeah, hey, there, bye. yeah, there's people that have definitely dropped out. Um, okay. Well, I have one here from, well, thank you. Thank you, Molly. We love you. You know, yes, that. We, do. we love you. We go way back with you, Molly. We love you. Um, <laughs> And um, I, I could, t- I think that I could tell that she was in her car.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but she has also a beautiful voice.
2: She does. She does have a beautiful voice. So <laughs> next we have Plan Halen. Yay. Monique, She has been listening forever. So let me play this. Here we go. I'm trying y'all. Hey, it's your girl
0: Monique, AKA Plan Halen. I just wanted to show some love on your anniversary. Woohoo. I've been listening since day one, mostly in my car, on my way to work. And Leanne and Caitlin, you two are amazing. You make my Monday morning drive to work so exciting. Happy anniversary, Spice Chaos. Looking forward to some more episodes. Love you guys.
2: Oh, I'm about to cry again. (laughs) I know. I know. And she, she and I were friends even before, I think even before we started making the show.
1: Same. She was following me for a while too.
2: Yeah. Um, because I think, doesn't she have a sister that's got a planner page too?
1: Mm -hmm. Ooh, that I don't know. You must be better
2: friends. Well, but, but they both, um, they both like their, their handles on Instagram are related to like music.
1: They match
2: like plan Halen. And I can't believe I can't remember. Anyway, that's sorry. But yeah, (laughs) she's, she's been, she's been around my I've seen her on my Instagram for, for years. So, um, but anyway, thank you, Monique for sending that. And, um, yeah, for her to say that that we make Monday mornings exciting. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. (laughs)
1: I don't know how exciting we are but that's very nice of you to say yes yes that was so nice that was very generous that was a very generous comment that was was. (laughs) and then um we have two folks who sent in just like responses just written responses yeah let's hear that so I have uh let's see created creatively crafted style and she said, congratulations on a hundred episodes. Thank you for sharing your voice. I always listen at work. Currently I'm binge listening to some of your earlier episodes and have to stop myself from laughing. One of my favorite episodes from 2019 is when Caitlin said she was so ready to see 2020 in her planner. We had no idea what was coming looking forward to more episodes. Yeah. I had no idea. I take that back. I take that <laughs> entirely back. I never want to see 2020 in a planner again. (laughs) I know. Like if we could do a fast, I want to fast forward to 2030 and see if we're still in a pandemic by then, because some of y'all are not really helping us get out of the pandemic. (laughs) Well, the way it's going right now, it could be,
2: well, you (sighs) were the one that said, you're going to still be wearing a mask in 2025. And I was like, no, we'll be fine
1: by then. But I don't know. I mean, wearing a mask is like a new, it's a new fashion statement. And I don't mind also not having a cold, like that's a benefit.
2: Yeah. That's been kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, let's see creatively crafted style. Her name is not on here. I don't know her name.
1: Oh, well that is now her name That is (laughs) forward. That is what she is going Um,
2: to do. But I have had a couple people come into my DMS and say, Hey, I'm listening to this old episode from, and then they would, you know, name a date.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And it is weird to listen to that old stuff.
1: It is kind of, yeah. And like, you can kind of hear like the progression of how we get comfortable with each other.
2: Well, yeah, especially because, I mean, if you listen to whatever we said in January of 2020.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh gosh.
2: I mean, we're totally
1: different people now. 100%.
2: You know, I mean, like the whole world is different now. So, I mean, we've basically been documenting COVID for the last year and a half,
1: which is going to be so crazy. Like if, I don't know, Spotify is still a thing. When we have grandchildren, it's going to be so weird for them to like be able to listen to this whole documentation of the COVID pandemic. Well, weird. I just think about how nice it would be to have audio recordings of my own grandmother. I know. No, because oh I treasure things where like I have um like some books with her handwriting in them and like I've saved birthday cards with her handwriting and we do have like some home videos because my parents were those people. Um, vlogging before it was cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, and so we have like some, but it would be nice to just have like an audio recording that I could pop on.
2: Yeah. I would love that. So, well, we're giving our grandchildren that right now. So yeah. (laughs) Cause they're really going to care about all this stuff. They might. Um, let me read this one from, okay. So I'm reading this one from Nicole. Mm -hmm. We know her as resting witch face, 1987. Mm -hmm. but she also has a planner account, which is hex appeal, 1987. So just, if you're looking for Nicole, those are her places. Mm -hmm. Um, And she says, just wanted to say congrats on 100 episodes and two years of podcasting. Your podcast is a light in my life and I look forward to it every week. It's so nice to, it's so nice having other planner moms to listen to that go through the same things I am and help me figure out how to manage my life. Your show always makes me laugh and you do a great job. Congrats to you both. Um, first of all, Nicole, thank you for that beautiful message, but ah, please do not look to us to manage your life. (laughs) I mean, I'm really
1: trying to get my life. That
2: made me, that made me giggle a little bit because, um, I can't imagine how, well, I mean, I guess I could see how you could help some people, Caitlin, but, uh, trying, I don't know this the past year and a half of my life, I felt like kind of a mess, but, um,
1: but you've basically thrown everything away and you're starting over fresh. So I have, I threw it all out. So that's Leanne's tips for getting your life together. Throw everything away and start over. Yes. Quit your job, move out of your house, leave your husband, just do all those things. If yeah, that's
2: how you manage your life. Keep your kids though. The kids yeah, are keep the, the kids. Are here. <laughs> I do still have them. Um, but yeah, it's the same way
1: when we tell people don't come to us for news because we don't know anything. No, we try. And I feel like I'm pretty informed, but that's just because I'm an anxious person and so I have to read all the news.
2: You're also very informed about the things that are happening in the Pacific Northwest, which definitely kind of you know, <laughs> affects a certain group of people, not necessarily
1: all of us. <laughs> like oh, One of our favorite episodes, I loved it when we were talking to La Casa de Natasha and I was just talking about Portland <laughs> the entire
2: time. Well, I like it when we have people that are
1: from the Pacific Northwest because Uh, then all y'all do is talk about that the whole time. It's just that good. Like if you've never been here or never lived here, like y'all are missing out.
2: Oh my goodness. Well, thank you to everyone who sent stuff. I know that there were a few people that wanted to send some things and, you know, send us some DMS and said, when are y'all recording? And if you didn't get it in, in time, like we apologize if we've missed you or we've missed your recording. Um,
1: yeah. And Nicole from the planner mom actually sent one for whatever reason, my phone is not wanting to play it. And she sent it to my personal DM. So Nicole, thank you for your kind words, even though we don't get to hear them. We love
2: you probably, you listened to it once and now you can't figure out how to play it again. I listened
1: to it twice. Is there like a limit? I I don't know. I don't, I I don't know how voice memos work. Apparently that's one of the other like technology things I need to work on.
2: Well, I don't know how they work either, but
1: uh, <laughs> I don't get it.
2: I know. And you're always like, I can't t- I can't text right now. Or I can't talk right now. Can you just send me a voice memo? And I'm like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I can't do it. You,
1: can. you could, if you wanted to.
2: Oh, well, I don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Boomer. Okay. Yes.
2: Um, all right. So thank you to everyone who participated in our hundredth episode, two year anniversary celebration. Um, and thank you to every single guest that we've ever had on our show. You have made this like the best two years ever. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so we're going to move on to something else because there's something very serious happening in our community right now.
1: Very serious. Very.
2: And, um, As of right now, we know that it has affected at least three people that we know, Yeah, but it's looking like it could be more. So, um, some of our friends in the planner community have been hacked.
1: Yeah. So there's this like, um, I don't know what it is, but it's like this money-making scheme post that gets shared. And then if you click on it, then they can log into your account.
2: Yeah. And that is very scary.
1: Yeah. And one of those people that we know, um, and I don't know if she's gotten it fixed or like what's going on, but I saw it on Alicia Michelle's website and it's still there. I just looked.
2: Yeah. I found out that this was happening because I am friends with, um,
1: the, oh, what's the planner mom life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think that's what her handle got is. Her,
2: handle? her name is Amanda.
1: Yeah. And um, she sent it to me too. Um, let's see, Amanda, the plant, the mom life planner, the mom life planner. I'm sorry, Amanda. I'm so sorry. Listen, we have got
2: to remember so many different Instagram handles on this show, Yeah, Um, but yeah, I'm friends with her on Facebook Mm -hmm. and she was posting on Facebook about what was going on with her Instagram account.
1: Yeah, and I don't have I don't have Alicia Michelle's contact anywhere else, so I don't know if she's posting about it anywhere else or if she even knows what's going on.
2: Well, the and then there was one other one, um, who
1: who Oh, else? Cheesy Planning or Cheesy Planning, it's I'm not sure how to pronounce it, um, but her name is Tamika and I know her cuz we used to work together on Paper Planner Essentials, but she had to start a whole new account and it's Cheesy or Sheesy, C H E A S Y, Chic Plans no. And that's her new one. That's her new one. Yeah. But she, she messaged me and she said that it got hacked.
2: Yeah. If you, if you guys are, um, sitting in front of your phones or have time, go ahead and go into your settings in Instagram and turn on that two factor authorization.
1: Yeah. Do that immediately because Instagram doesn't have a person. No, you can't just call a
2: helpline. No. And Amanda, who's the first one that I noticed that this happened to,
1: she has like, she has no access to her account. Like, and I'm sure Alicia doesn't either. And Alicia's like, of course, everybody's like, is a big deal, but like Alicia's is her business, man. Yeah. And, uh, you
2: know, Alicia has like 16,000 followers or something like that's, that takes Mm -hmm. a long, that takes a long time. So I, I just, I hate this because, well, first of all, it's like my biggest fear to not be able to get into my Instagram account. Like I know.
1: Oh okay, hold on, wait a minute. So Allie is talking about this on her um on her thing, like on her page. Oh oh wait, no, never mind. So she's just sharing accounts, but she shared that Alicia's got hacked. Who according to Allie? Yeah, she just shared it that she she's sharing a bunch of accounts. I'm not sure why. I I didn't read the context of that, but on Alicia's picture she says Looks like she might be hacked and on hold favorite her shop on Etsy for the future.
2: Yes. Okay. Well, this is one of my biggest fears. Like there've been times that I've not been able to log into my Instagram because of some glitch or yeah, um, just whatever. Downloading
1: a third party app that's happened to me.
2: Yeah. So just as much work as we put into this. Yeah. Um. It's just really scary. And Amanda mm-hmm. said that, what happened to her was that they went into her account and changed her password and turned on two factor authorization. So she can not get in at all.
1: Oh my God. And
2: every time she tries to get in, it's sent a text message to a phone that she does not have access to or something like that. And she can't get into her account. And Mm -hmm. I just, I, I followed her advice. Caitlin and I both
1: turned on that two-factor authorization immediately because I viewed the story on for Alicia, Michelle, and I looked at the mom life planner and I was like, does just looking at it, is that going to like get me hacked? And so like as quickly as my little fingers would go, I went over and did two different two-factor offs. So I did the phone number and then I also did, there's like an app that you can download that also lets you two-factor off it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I did both of those options because I want to be very secure. I couldn't believe that like I hadn't had two factor off because like you said, we put so much of work into these Instagram accounts and I'm, I would be afraid also because it is connected to a business for me. Like my YouTube makes me a good amount of money and I would hate for like my YouTube to get hacked because YouTube is the same. There's no person to talk to.
2: Yeah. There's not like a, there's nobody sitting
1: at like a customer service center. No, there should be though. Like you would think as much money as these social media apps make that they could just have like a call bank. Well, that is to me, that is a real problem
2: because Uh a few, I guess about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, I had some issues with my Instagram account Mm -hmm. and I kind of, I mean, I felt like I really needed help Mm -hmm. and I went to all the different, you know, settings and things trying to find a way to like really talk to somebody at Instagram to get it taken care of. And there just isn't, there isn't a way.
1: Yeah, on YouTube, like you can go over to Twitter and you can at Team YouTube, and they will sometimes respond. So I don't know if Instagram has a similar thing over on Twitter. That seems like a really crappy way to do your customer support.
2: Well, as much money as these companies make, like Facebook and Instagram and stuff, I mean they're making like billions of dollars a year,
1: right? It seems like they could afford to pay people to do customer service. Exactly, and I totally not, agree. Um, and this, this, ha- this isn't the first time this has happened in the planner community. Um, Vienna Ortiz had 19,000 followers and had to start from scratch. Yeah.
2: See, uh, Instagram, y'all, these companies, they need to have, think about all the jobs that that could create. Mm-hmm. If Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and TikTok and all these places had like full time customer service lines that could help you with your account when things happened.
1: Exactly. And like right now, basically, they're saying it's fine if somebody wants to hack your account. I do feel like that they are saying a little bit like, we don't care. like Yeah. And like YouTube is kind of similar. Like um, I can't remember her handle, but there was a girl who had, hundreds of thousands of followers, like a hundred thousand plus, at least maybe even a million. I don't remember her handle. I'll try to post it, but like she documented her entire journey of trying to get her second channel, like her vlog channel back and basically like blasted YouTube and like told them that those practices were not working. So I don't know, maybe we all need to just like at Instagram right now and be like, um, can you help please? (laughs) Yeah. Especially, um, if we could do
2: that, you know, for the people that have been hacked. Yeah, exactly. And, and if you do, if you do get a message from one of these people that we've noticed or that we have mentioned, um, well, like one of the things that Amanda said on Facebook was, you know, if you get a message from my account, please report it to Instagram.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. The only way that anybody's going to be able to get out of the situation is for Instagram to know that there's something wrong with the account exactly um Uh, so you know if you get dms from any of these people that we've mentioned then just report it to instagram which i did and i did not report it
1: so i'm going to report it right now
2: yeah i haven't gotten any messages from either one of those people but amanda did say that they had been sending out dms with her account and that you know Mm -hmm. i i I had not gotten one yet um but that's just really scary to think it's kind of like you know that movie the ring
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: If you watch watch the video, then you die in like seven days or something.
1: Oh my God. That's terrifying. Like if I watch the story, is my account going to be gone in seven days? (laughs) Right. Well, and like looking at the options, they, you know, the options are like to report the account as like spam or something like that. And that's like, we don't want them to take the account away.
2: Now I have seen on Facebook that you can, there is a way on
1: Facebook to report somebody like making a fake account.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Maybe it's under, there's an option for intellectual property violation, but I think then that's saying the account took the intellectual property. Well, we didn't do any research on this before we put it on the list of things to talk about. So but like, it's really crappy. And like, if you are getting messages about like making a thousand dollars in two days, like do not click on it.
2: Yes. And if you know anything about how to save your account after something like this happens, please send us a DM because there's people that we could help. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I could definitely, I would love to be able
1: to help Amanda get out of this. Um, yeah. or Alicia, like not to discredit Amanda's stuff going on, but like, well, I, I, Amanda's the one that gives me literal hives thinking yeah. about somebody having access to my YouTube channel. Yeah. See, I don't know how to get in touch with Alicia Michelle. I don't either. Yeah. Um, maybe through Etsy maybe through Etsy or like, it sounds like Allie just shared her thing. So maybe telling someone that she's close with like that.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I bet you, if you wanted to get in touch with her, you could chat with her on Etsy. That's right. We could probably talk to her that way. Um, So if anybody knows how to save your account after something like this happens, like if it's happened to you, then please let us know, because this is very scary and um, yeah, I don't like it. It's Yeah. It
1: feels like somebody like broke into their house, you know, like you hear about somebody breaking into their house. That's what it feels like.
2: Well, and I mean, it's thinking of like how long we work on these Instagrams and
1: yeah, and you know. like getting to 16k, like that takes years.
2: Yeah, I know. I've done it before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a 16k anymore, but I was. Mm. Um, yeah. It's funny how many um, followers you lose when you leave.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, I mean, that is part of it.
2: Yeah, I know. And I was supposed to be back on September 1st, but, uh,
1: She's trying. She really is.
2: I'm trying. I'm really struggling right now. I'm thinking that I'm going to go back on my antidepressant meds. Um, I have gone off of them for a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, you know, normally I'm one of those people that's like, if you have to be on antidepressant, like if you have to be on those for the rest of your life, to be balanced. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, like
2: I have no problem with that. Like I, I don't. I'm not really sure why I went off
1: of them in the first place. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think sometimes what I notice with people who take depression meds is like, they, they f- are feeling okay. And they're like, well, you know, there's maybe some other side effects from these meds that I don't want to have. So I'm going to try life without it and see what I can do.
2: Yeah. And I, I, so I take effects or. Mm-hmm. So if there's anybody in the effectsor club that wants to send me a DM, we can have chats about it. Uh, but um, I really love it. And it's been really good for me, but months and months ago, I don't know.
1: My prescription ran out. Oh, gotcha. And I thought, let me just see how this goes. Right, and you were in the middle of like ten thousand other things, so picking up a, pers- a prescription might not have been top priority.
2: Well, that was kind of, and, and really, what I needed to do was go see my psychiatrist to get a refill. So, it oh was, yeah, you know, so it was I like a whole thing. Around. Yeah, and um, so I thought, let me see how this goes. And for a long time, I really did feel good. Mm-hmm. But. Through the course of like the move and selling the house and all the things, um, I just, a lot of times my depression does creep back up on me when things get overwhelming, Mm -hmm. when I feel like that I'm being kind of piled on. And at the end of the move, like maybe a week and a half before I was finally finished with everything, um, I kind of just looked at myself and realized, you know, you might need to go back on those meds because it's starting to feel kind of depressy. Oh so, yeah.
1: Well, that's good that you're yeah. kind of getting ahead of it.
2: Well, I, I can, I I'm very at this point after all these years of dealing with this and suffering from, I, I, I definitely know I can feel this, the feelings. I feel the signs, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but I, I, I've already sent a message to my psychiatrist to, to get me either an appointment or a, or a refill one or the other. Yeah. So, Okay. <laughs> we have gone on and on. Um, we have, yeah. We, and we didn't. We haven't even really filled everybody in on like how like the past month has even really gone. And I don't know if we're going to have time in this episode to cover that because mm-hmm. Happy Planner has a release that just come out, and yeah. um, we have to
1: maintain our Planner Girl status, like our Planner Girl podcast status here. So we, but have- even everything. even though we love this brand, and I think I can probably speak for both of us in saying that we are excited for this release. It's happy not planner, happy planner, be happy planner in again. <laughs> <laughs> they-, <laughs> they have not learned a single thing. Not one. No, they don't. It's and, like they- <sighs> yeah. And right, this well, doesn't mean I'm gonna like throw away all my happy planners or whatever. We have had this talk. I'm communicating. The happy planner and I are in a relationship, and so I'm communicating my needs and I need them to start listening. But they want to have up. Stop yeah. it. Just stop it. Like it's not that hard. It's, um, it's not. And what they did was they put, oh my gosh, during Latinx Heritage Month. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's what it is. Or yeah, Heritage Month. Mm-hmm. And they went ahead and advertised in their release uh, that they are putting out a Halloween slash Dia de los Muertos. I have no accent, I'm sorry. Um, sticker book. And a lot of folks in our community who are Latina and Latino have spoken up about this. Um, and it's, oh, it's not a good look.
2: right Well, now. so yesterday, this is the second time that Caitlin and I have talked about this. Well, maybe yeah. the third, cause we talked about it a little bit before the show, but um, mm-hmm. so yesterday we were talking and Caitlin was telling me that this was going on. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, that they had released the sticker book and it has sugar skulls and stuff like that in it. Um, and all I could think of was, you know, is it bad for me to put a sugar skull in my planner?
1: Yeah. Well, and I think what we were also talking about was like, um, maybe their intention behind it was to give this to. You know, give more representation to other holidays that are not the standard American holidays. So, we were talking about that. And we were talking about that maybe people who want to celebrate um, Dia de los Muertos would then have those stickers beside, you know, beside Halloween in the same time of year, depending on how you organize your stickers, so they could reach for them. But there's been a lot of posts that have really made me think that that is not what was going on here.
2: Yeah. And, so I totally do understand cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not over here trying to say that that's not what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, My question yesterday, when we were talking about this was, am I allowed or can I in good taste put a sugar skull in my planner? Like, well, am-
1: I guess also looking at like the, because Aaron Condren, the person wore a sugar skull, face painting costume yes and that was perceived as so um appropriation cultural appropriation right but I perceived it that way as well
2: yes and I would never like as a Halloween costume dress up as you know Pocahontas or um you know something like that like I, I I have seen I have definitely seen cultural appropriation all over the place like I know what it looks like um and I I don't think that there's anything wrong with someone who is not, maybe with someone who doesn't celebrate that holiday, still acknowledging it in their planner with a pretty spread. Mm -hmm. So the stickers existing is not the problem. I don't think. Right, Mm -hmm. But it's Um, the presentation
1: next to Halloween.
2: Yes. And now when I look at, you know, and it, and really, um, you know, I was, I really didn't know kind of how, how I felt about, I knew how I felt about it. I knew how it looked. Mm-hmm. But, my question was, you know,
1: can we decorate our planner for this holiday, even if we don't celebrate it? I don't know, and that I think is a question that you and I are both still kind of researching and deciding like if that feels okay or if that feels offensive
2: right well in the same mm-hmm. the same topic came up when all of those dream catchers were in the planner like in the in the sticker books mm-hmm.
1: and people like people feel very strongly about that those dream catchers are very offensive,
2: yeah, so and so, yeah, I, and I
1: don't think I ever put a dream catcher in my planner. I don't think that that's, I'm not like a the boho style where those typically are. It's not necessarily my planning style anyway. Yeah. So I don't think I, I'm trying to think back. Maybe I might have once there's a spread that I'm thinking of, but. I don't think I have in the recent future, but happy planner really had an opportunity because it's Latinx heritage month right now. They had an opportunity to make a whole book called Latinx heritage month and fill it with people and celebrations and really like dig into the community and figure out like traditional food stickers that they could do and other celebrations that are not just Dia de los Muertos and take it through like a full year, potentially putting in other things, putting in family traditions and I don't know, like traditional, you know, uh, not costumes, obviously, but like traditional dress um, and like sell that sticker book, but then donate the proceeds to a a foundation that supports, um, you know, the Latina and Latino community. They had an opportunity to do that and they really missed the mark.
2: Yeah. I think that it was, in poor taste to put Halloween together. It's almost, it's almost like they're just showing off their ignorance. Yeah. That look, these two things are kind of
1: similar. So let's just put them together in the same book. Exactly. And And I feel like it also comes on the heels of them, basically not advertising the spoonful of faith and Maribu designs release at all on their website. Uh, It is, it was released and said that it is coming in the 12 month release and it will be on their website But in like, if you think about when you're selling a product, when it first becomes available, that is when people want it. People are hunting for that. People are looking for it. People are buying it in mass quantities, that kind of thing. And during that crucial time that really could have supported those artists, Happy Planner was silent. So it comes on the heels of that. And just those two things together, plus everything else just doesn't feel very good. And this was a mere like, Three weeks
2: after they discounted the black artist covers to two ninety nine on the website, yes, yep.
1: yep. So, um, it's just, yeah, their ignorance is definitely showing. Well, yeah. and it's more than ignorance at this point. It's privilege, and it's, I would say, racism. Yeah. Well, yes, of course.
2: That's yeah. On its face, that is definitely what it is. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that, first of all,
1: the stickers are pretty stickers. All the happy planner stickers are pretty. Yeah. Stickers. We know that the happy planner can make a pretty sticker. We and know listen, that.
2: Sugar skulls are beautiful. They are. They are like, they really are. So I could see somebody wanting to put them in their planner. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, provide us with sugar skull stickers in a more
1: culturally appropriate way. Right. Like when they sold that, um, like Pride sticker book, the whole Pride collection, and they donated those proceeds to a Pride organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was done somewhat correctly. Yeah. That was, this is kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. This is not because Halloween and the Day of the Dead are not the same. They're not. And I can see, like, okay, if I'm really trying to give Happy Planner a bone, I can see them thinking about, planner people organizing their stickers and when planner people are going to want to use their stickers, because there's been people talk about those seasonal sticker books and like which holiday comes first and all of this, that is like a controversial thing all the time. So I can see them thinking about those things, but what they didn't take into consideration was the bigger picture of people and how they were going to feel. And I think that is, has what's happened to the happy planner. Um, I feel like since Stephanie Fleming left, but maybe even before that, they do not feel connected to the people. They feel like they are trying to sell a product and that's it.
2: Yes. And the thing about Halloween, Halloween is not, I don't believe a religious
1: based holiday. Is it? Uh, I think it has some like pagan roots. And I know that there are some people who are Christian who choose not to celebrate it. But other than that, in my opinion, it's a candy making or a candy company making holiday. Well, that's, I think that it, it's almost, it almost
2: feels like that Halloween kind of piggybacked off of that day of the dead and all souls day and all saints day and all this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it, I can see why I can, I guess I can see where it became kind of Americanized. I think Halloween is kind of an American, it, am I wrong? Like, it's just, they're not the same. They're not like the day of the dead, all saints day, all souls day, those things, those, those are Catholic Mexican holidays.
1: Yeah. Those are, those are definitely cultural holidays for sure.
2: Just very different than a fun, like family night where you dress up and, and get candy.
1: Yes, yeah. exactly. It just, exactly. It like minimizes the importance. And like, yes, that's what I'm as, trying to say. It's minimized as far and, as what I have heard from people who celebrate day of the dead in like a culturally appropriate way, who grew up with that as part of their culture. It is like a time of really like revering in your dead relatives and celebrating their life and prayer. There's yeah. Prayer, and, yeah. prayer yeah, prayer and a lot of tradition. And it's like a very like spiritual family time. And I can see that, you know, from that perspective, that that almost feels like happy planners, like walking across their relatives' graves, like to take it to the extreme kind of, but like, kind of,
2: well, you know, don't equate it with, you know, candy corn and jack-o'-lanterns. Exactly. And it's not
1: a costume.
2: (laughs) Oh, it's not, it's not a costume at all.
1: Yeah. So happy planner, like, can you please at at the very minimum, take a like cultural class or like a, I don't know, like a bias type of class and like teach it to your staff and just figure it out, man. (laughs) Well, at the
2: end of the day, seriously, it would have taken about five seconds of research for them to see,
1: let's not do this, Mm -hmm. you know, just Well, also, if they had anybody who was Latino, Latina on their executive board, I can guess that this would have been less likely to happen. So, yeah, somebody that can help them, guide them. Yeah. And we know that there are probably many, (laughs) many funds and many organizations that support um, the Latina and Latino communities in Orange County that they very clearly could have donated to. Yeah. Yeah. There's that, too. But you know, it takes it takes like 30 seconds to do research. And yeah, and even if it doesn't take 30 seconds, people who are Latina and Latino live that in their entire lives. And if it takes you more than 30 seconds to do research and maybe feel uncomfortable for a little bit, that's like the least you could do.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just think that they I don't know. I feel like that somebody over there. I'm speechless. Let me just put it that way. I don't, yeah, even I know. don't
1: really have words for it. I feel, yeah. I feel pretty
2: upset about it. To I, be honest. I believe that it just keeps happening. It's like the definition of insanity. Like they're mm-hmm. doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: it's just, they need to know that they need to be on top of things because this community will come for them. You know, yeah. they need to be paying attention. And I'm not saying that just like to keep themselves out of hot water. I mean, just, you know, no, they
1: need to like actually do the work. Like actually don't, do the work. I don't think yes. anybody wants performative actions either. No, like be a, just, just be good. Be good. Do the good. work. Like care about the people in the community rather just than just moving a bunch of products. Yeah. These are the people that are buying your products, like care about them. And I know a fraction of the number of products that you sell because I am an affiliate. And I know how much I make from being an affiliate. And if that's only a fraction of what you're selling, you're selling a crap ton of product. (laughs) Oh, so what else is in this release besides this mess? Okay. So there's a daily planner. (laughs) Yeah. That's what's interesting to me. Has any of this come out on the website yet? No. So the preview day is on the 7th and then the release actually happens on 9, 9 at 9 a.m.
2: Okay. So it's not (laughs) yet.
1: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It'll be easy to remember. So that's happening. Um, they didn't have a copy of the daily planner to show us, but what Mariel said in the live was that it's a four month planner. So just because it was getting probably a little thick. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's that. And then they have a neutral version of the recovery planner, which I'm eyeing a little bit.
2: Wait, that was what was wrong with the recovery planner for me in the first place.
1: Yeah. So it's oh, like a tan colors tan. on and The pages are like a tan color. Okay. All right. Interesting. And then there are, uh, there's a Christmas sticker book. Um, there's a whole seasonal one that is like the, like, I guess muted seasonal. It looks like the seasonal that is in this little more Le Vie planner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have seasonal florals is coming out. <gasps> seasonal florals. How many sticker books are coming out? 33 oh my God. <laughs> um oh I forgot to mention probably the most important thing Miss Maker is coming back oh yeah you I'm like getting... that I do like Miss Maker and a lot yeah. of people like Miss Maker also they yeah. have these like square shaped sticker books with like big stickers in them very Ooh. interesting interesting okay. yep um what else oh they have a meal planner coming out Um, what else? They said they have a Christmas or holiday companion pack and they said in their companion packs, instead of those little bracelets that you used to get, they're going to put like pencil pouches or other little accoutrements in there. Okay. Okay. So I don't know, like happy planner. Do you just want to like take my money now? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to just have my paycheck direct deposited to you. Like what do we want? How do we want to do this?
2: Well, you're talking to a ghost right now because when you said
1: 33 new sticker books, I passed away. (laughs) (laughs) And they only showed us 23 of them because they didn't have all the product yet. Okay. So my question is, why do we need 33 more sticker books? Why don't we need 33 (laughs) more sticker books? I think that's the real question.
2: (laughs) I cannot keep up. Okay. I have so, when I actually moved all of my planner stuff over here from my house, So I put all of my happy planner sticker books in one of those like big Rubbermaid tubs. Yes. And I somehow through like superhuman strength, got it down the stairs and into my car without any help. Yes. Like a big, like a boss bait. I know. But then when Jamie went to pick it up out of the car to bring it into the house, he was like, what do you have in here? Cement. (laughs) He doesn't even know. And I said, actually,
1: that's a whole bin of stickers. <laughs> oh, no, I know what his face look like. Oh my
2: god! He's like, what have I gotten into? Oh
1: um, no, you don't even know the half of it.
2: And now it's like every time I buy a new sticker book, I'm like, where am I even going to put this? Like, there is nowhere. It's time for me to go through my sticker books and get rid of the ones that I know I will not use again. <laughs> um, like I don't care to ever see Socialite again in my planner. <gasps> no, I don't need it anymore. I've done enough spreads. spreads. No, I've done enough spreads with Socialite. I have
1: that is blasphemy
2: and you know what i haven't i've done enough spreads with trendsetter um
1: oh no well you better mercari those because you could make a lot of money
2: (laughs) well i just i have a lot of sticker books that i'm like i'm kind of in that whole what were you saying earlier that boho thing
1: yeah like boho and i don't know can we we take
2: it back to that for just a second um (laughs) are dream catchers
1: bohemian I don't know. I guess it like fit the vibe of the sticker book. Like when I was slipping through, it didn't look out of place. Okay. All right. I'm just, I don't know though. I have no idea.
2: Um, When we started talking about the the dream catchers and then you said something about Boho, I was like, huh, does that even go together? Like why (laughs) do we put those things together? Like, well, I can't remember
1: what it was called either. It's called free spirit. Oh, free spirit and dream
2: seeker and yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And okay. um, mm, so yeah, I'm just, I'm scratching my head a little bit today about <laughs> like, some of that stuff.
1: So happy I'm planner probably, be happy planner. in.
2: <laughs> they'd be happy planner in out here <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're happy planner in again. Oh, God, we, Yeah. I don't know. And like, I, I am not the person to have this conversation really with happy planner but I'm going to suggest that happy planner reach out to people um, who are in these communities that are being affected. I know, I know Megan Myra would love to talk to the happy planner and I'm sure Allie would love to speak to them about some of these issues. So,
2: yeah. And Meg posted in her stories today um, because we talked yesterday, you and I about the, the Halloween day of the dead sticker book situation. Mm-hmm. And, um, then today Meg posted something in her stories about it. She, um,
1: shared Amy plans post. Yeah. Amy plans said it very well. Yes. And she referenced according to Allie. Yeah. Um, they both said it very, very well.
2: And then she also mentioned that it took her like just a couple minutes to go and do some research on
1: day of the dead. Yeah, exactly. And that's what everybody should be doing. Like take the, take the time to do your research. Yes. Because it's definitely not the job of the you know, Latin, Latinx
2: community to teach us about this stuff. So exactly, yeah. But anyway, well, I, I am in a happy planner right now. Like if we're going to talk about like planner status, me, me like, too. Like, yeah. Um, I do have, um, quite a fat, happy planner that is, Yeah. Um, you know, and when I say fat, I mean it is fat, it is thick, and it is also phat. It P- is also oh my God, no, not phat. Can we go back to our slang
1: conversation,
2: man? Okay, back. okay,
1: Cisco. <laughs> Some of these people listening to this podcast don't even know who Cisco is. They are like probably.
2: Cisco. Oh, Cisco wrote the thong song. Okay, so.
1: <gasps> oh my God, this is so I am embarrassed. <laughs> it is not the job of the millennial to educate. Country, okay, you need to go do that yourself also i have to say i'm back to the side part middle part be damned get out of here with that
2: i I look like a mess with a middle part every time i see myself in the mirror
1: i'm like who is that that is not me i look like cabbage patch doll because my hair is or my my face is very round so when my hair is parted down the middle i look like cabbage patch doll well, I
2: I'm not, no, I back to my side part as well, um, <laughs> except for the fact that I have, not I mean, my hair has been in a messy bun for like literally nine days. Same. Yeah.
1: I think I'm on day four with no shower. So I probably yeah. should. Well,
2: that. no, I'm still showering, but like every time I wash my hair in the shower, I just think, okay, this time I'm going to brush it out. I'm going to put detangler in and I'm going to do all these
1: things. <laughs> and by the time I actually get out of the shower, I just ball it back up and put it on top of my just- head. <laughs> she's maybe going to have some interesting hairstyles when we're done she's just going to cut it all off well
2: I did have to I definitely did have to brush out some dreads
1: oh no um a few matted areas
2: it got kind of matted um and um I realized that if I wanted to do you know those like white hippie chick dreads that I could um don't do that no I think
1: that's appropriation too
2: it it probably might be. Is. Um, but let me just do it. It. let me just say that my matted hair in the back is not me trying to be culturally
1: insensitive that's just me being depressed and lazy that's just grossly <laughs> that's just me being gross <laughs> it's just like you remember that uh I'm gonna out you right now one time Leanne um didn't take a shower for a few days and she told me that she smelled like soup that is what I smelled like it was like straight up like vegetable soup yeah, mm-hmm.
2: it's okay. That's what showers are for, people. That's why we shower. So we
1: don't we're the realists?
2: Yes, I mean, and look, I will be the first to say that my depression. One of the hardest things for me when I'm in the middle of like depression is showering. That's the hardest part. It's so and hard. Yeah, it's just a lot of trouble. Yeah, like I can get my, I can totally get my nails clipped and my teeth brushed and you know that, but it's just. For some reason, submerging my body in water—it <laughs> just feels like a lot of work. Yeah, especially the aftermath when you get out of the shower. There's all the drying off, and the hair is well wet, and then it's right. just, And like, like when
1: when you're a plus size woman, like you have to like lotion areas so they there's no chafing and
2: yeah, there's, I don't know, man, there's
1: a lot of work.
2: That go- places <laughs> that need to be lifted.
1: It's um, maintenance. Yeah, you got to get the water out, so then you don't end up with a rash.
2: Yeah. So, well, <laughs> everyone is so glad we're back, Caitlin.
1: <laughs> They're literally vomiting right now.
2: <laughs> the three OG listeners that we
1: had just left. <laughs> yeah, the planning master Lori and Molly have all just dipped out. <laughs> They're like, "Well, we gave y'all two years, and
2: <laughs> and you can't get it together." <laughs> oh my
1: gosh so we had other stuff on the list to talk about but save it because they're kind of themed together this is a good spot to end
2: yes Caitlin and I have been um on this particular zoom call for about three hours and um (laughs) off and on yes uh editing this one is going to be a doozy you guys will never know all that we went through to get this first episode back made for you but we Yeah, we did it, and um, we have missed y'all. And this has been really hard to be away. And next week we have a guest. We do have a guest next week, and there'll be a mini soda on Friday.
1: Yes, there it's will so be. Exciting. There might
2: even be a question. We should even ask a
1: question. We should. We but should ask a question.
2: Let's take it back, old school spiced chaos. When we did remember to ask a question every once in a while,
1: we'll do it. We got yeah, this. We'll do
2: it. And um, go check out the new and improved Patreon. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I'm only saying that so that you can go look at it. You certainly don't have to put your credit card in, but I'm just saying like we're- but also
1: that's fine too. We would yeah, like that's that. fine
2: too. We would like that um so, yeah, I, I guess this is where we should, we should end. I think that maybe the Minnesota, if we don't have a question, we can kind of talk about like what has legitimately been going on with us for the past couple months um,
1: reals. and school situations for our kids, school, schools, situations COVID, me. all the
2: things we have a lot to talk about as far as what's mm-hmm. been happening in the world. Like, I can't believe that we, we had too much to cover in our first episode back to get it all in.
1: We did absolutely.
2: So, you know the things that have been going on. I mean, there's stuff in Texas. There's stuff in Afghanistan.
1: Oh my god, so is a whole mess right now.
2: Yeah, Um, there's just things have been. The world is is crying, and I we should probably address some of these situations. But
1: Leanne and I said we're gonna rent a helicopter and like go rescue our friends out of Texas. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's going to have to be like an, uh, like a incognito nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to take you out of Texas and we're going to go to the Pacific Northwest where everything is, is a okay.
2: <laughs> where everyone, um, grows little mealworm larvae
1: in their own homes. Yeah. We all got chicken. We got chickens. We got ducks here. <laughs> we have all the seasons we have, we have more liberal areas. We have conservative areas. We have beaches and mountains and I mean, we really have it all. Yeah. So, so welcomes you.
2: I can't wait for us to have another guest where all Caitlin talks about is Oregon the whole time. That's I
1: awesome. just love it here. Come visit me anytime and I'll show you all of my favorite places. Well,
2: I just think that everyone should know that I do officially live in South Carolina now instead of North Carolina.
1: Ooh, Didn't they uh, fight each other during one of the wars? No, civil war. Isn't that why they became North and South Carolina? No, they were
2: North and South Carolina and they were part of the Confederacy together against the Union.
1: Well, that's interesting. Why wouldn't they just be the Carolina? I don't know. Why do we have Virginia and West Virginia? I don't know. I'm just saying, exactly. And where is like New Mexico? Not in Mexico. Is that because Mexico already exists? So what is that? Old Mexico? (laughs) OG Mexico? (laughs)
2: Um, and then North New York,
1: where's old York.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And what about North and South Dakota?
1: I mean, why just Just put them together, Dakota, Dakota.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I don't, I don't know. I don't know why, I don't know why North and South Carolina are separate. Um, but I'm sure that there's somebody out there that does, but don't come here for any knowledge or information. Cause we don't know anything. Apparently we don't even know simple geography, but I do know, I do know that North and South Carolina fought in the Confederacy against the union. Oh, well, that's not a good look. One of the, I think 13 states that were part of the Confederacy. Yikes um yeah so but no there was never like a war between north and south carolina don't think that because it says north carolina that there's anything northern about us
1: well i'm just also thinking about like north korea and south korea very different not friends
2: so maybe you're thinking of like ireland and northern ireland they had some issues too
1: yeah maybe maybe it's a country thing not a state thing i don't know anyway we digress
2: we digress and we're trying to say goodbye and clearly can't no Um, so let's try this. All right. If you want to find Caitlin, you can find her at creating and chaos underscore official on Instagram. And you can also find her on um, her Patreon a little bit. And um, I'm trying, I'm trying to her, come back. Yeah. You can find her on YouTube and she also has a teaching Instagram called chaos in the classroom. And you can follow her ducks on ducking chaos underscore official. And she also is around in the DMS at the spice chaos podcast, Instagram as as well, so go look for Caitlin.
1: Yes, and um, Leanne is going to be back, she promised. So let's all be her accountability buddies. And you can find her when she's back on Spice Plans on Instagram, YouTube, and she does have a personal Patreon as well. So you can find her in those places. Um, if you ever want to see her playing Animal Crossing, I know she just got her kids a Switch, so she'll probably be playing more. Find her over on uh, Spice Horizons. And then you can definitely find her over on the Spice Chaos podcast, editing all of our podcasts and putting up all of the beautiful cards for our guests over on the Spice Chaos podcast Instagram. I think that's it. Yeah. We have a lot of places. Yeah. We like to hang out in a lot of places.
2: We're yeah. social people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I definitely do scroll through all of those places occasionally. Um <laughs> i'll scroll scroll through um i have posted a couple things on instagram in the past week um but nothing planner related so i gotta get back in i do have a planner and i do have a spread this week and you also
1: have a tiktok don't you
2: a planning tiktok i started a planning tiktok like two years ago i think
1: delilah found your account and watched your tiktok (laughs) i have one tiktok she it like came up in her feed and she's like leanne just posted a tiktok and i was like oh no dude look at the date on that (laughs) i was gonna say leanne did not just post a tiktok
2: um leanne just posted one tiktok Uh Uh better than (laughs) me i don't do the tiktoks well i don't even know i think i i I don't even remember what that tiktok looked like but (laughs) i am trying to get a little bit more into tiktok so i'm not saying that i'm gonna make tiktoks but i do like watching
1: them yeah, me too. They are funny. Oh, I said it to Leanne that I told Brian that was my whole pass.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't even know that guy's name, but yeah, we'll, we'll get, we'll get more into like what, what's happening in our personal lives a little bit later. Uh, in and in that later. would be
1: a good minisode topic.
2: Uh, yeah, TikTok. yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So but anyway, everyone who held on through our four weeks off, we really, really appreciate it. We hope that you've had a lovely summer. We're about to move into fall. Things are getting a little bit crisper and it's going to be nicer outside and I'm Thank just really excited. Yes. I'm really excited about the changing of the seasons and we're happy to be back doing this and you can hear us again on Friday in a mini-sode. So, um yeah. Everybody. Thanks for listening. We love you. Thanks for all the, you know, the celebratory messages. Uh, we really appreciate it. And um, we will speak to you guys on Friday in a mini and yeah, we will talk to you in the next one. Bye friends. Bye.